0: Welcome to WFUV's What's What? It's Tuesday,
1: June 20th. What's What? is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Caroline Ely.
0: And I'm Christina Lulich. Here's What's What? near you. The New Jersey School Board is set to vote in the coming weeks about whether or not to integrate climate change studies into all nine topics within the curriculum in the New Jersey school system.
1: New Jersey is currently the only state that's implemented a curriculum that teaches children about climate change.
0: Teachers emphasize it's not about doom and gloom so much as it is about solving problems and thinking critically about the future of our Earth at an age-appropriate level.
1: Right now, climate change curriculum is being taught in seven subjects, including social studies, the sciences, and world languages. The vote will decide whether or not to include
0: discussion about climate change in math and English language arts curriculums in the coming year.
1: A New York City landmark is reopening for the summer. The Lowe Boathouse
0: in Central Park partially opened after it had closed in October due to skyrocketing
1: prices. A new company began to operate the New York City attraction. Legends Hospitality invested more than $3 million into the renovation.
0: Boat rentals are expected to take place later this season, but for now, the cafe is open to the public.
1: The all-day menu will include vegan, vegetarian, and gluten-free options.
0: Pickleball fever has swept New York City. Central Park has already joined the trend. And now we're joined by WFUV's Ben Oppenheimer to tell us more about the spread of this phenomenon in Lower Manhattan.
1: That's right, Christina. Lifetime, a health lifestyle brand, announced today that they are entering into a lease agreement with Vornado Realty Trust, which will occupy more than 53,000 square feet on the first three floors of the Penn 1 building. It's located adjacent to Madison Square Garden. And how do they plan to integrate pickleball into this new project? Well, Caroline, Phase 2 of the project, which is set to open in 2024, includes seven ground-level pickleball courts along with a lounge, seating, and bar area. This past February, Lifetime opened up its first permanent indoor pickleball court in Manhattan and has plans to expand to three new destinations in 2024. Thanks, Ben. Now, in the world of theater, a new play about a former president premieres
0: tonight. That's right, Caroline Eisenhower, This Piece of Ground opens tonight at the Theater at St. Clement's in Manhattan. The play will be about Dwight D. Eisenhower and his presidency post-Cold War. The one-person play will feature Tony winner John Rubenstein playing Eisenhower. Calling all punk fans, a new mini festival heads to New Jersey this summer. It's called 1234 Fest. The lineup features Rise Against, Rancid, Jawbreaker, and Descendants. And presale tickets will be available starting tomorrow. And on this day in 1980, It's Still Rock and Roll to Me became Billy Joel's first number one hit.
1: The song was written in response to critics who had called Joel's music adult contemporary and middle-of-the-road pop. The song proved that Joel had a clear vision for his musical style. And now it's time for sports. Every Tuesday, the What's What podcast is going to bring you the latest sports headlines with our friends over at WFUV Sports.
0: And this week, we're
1: joined by WFUV's Julia Moss. Hi, Julia.
2: Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. All right. Let's start with some
1: trade talk in the NBA. What's going on with Chris Paul and the Suns?
2: It's been quite a couple days, Caroline, but it's official. Chris Paul is a Washington wizard, at least for now. This trade has been in the making for a minute, though. The Suns have reportedly been trying to get Chris Paul's giant contract off their books. That's so they can pay former Nets superstar Kevin Durant, as well as their homegrown talent in Devin Booker. Paul is in the tail end of his illustrious NBA career, and the formerly perennial All-Pro has been dealing with injury after injury. And that's cost the Sun a lot in the past few seasons, both in terms of product on the floor and the money coming out of their pockets. Then you've got this other situation in D.C. where the Wizards are hitting the rebuild button hard, and their all-star point guard Bradley Beal wanted out, especially since a 29-year-old is due over $200 million over the next four years.
0: So if the Wizards are trying to get money off their books, why are they trading for another player who makes just as much money as Beal?
2: That's where things get interesting. While Bradley Beal still has four years and $200 million left on his deal, Chris Paul is going to be in the last year of his contract, meaning he could be a good trade asset for the Wizards in their rebuild or bought out of his deal if the team doesn't find a suitor. Or in the very least, the Wizards can use CP3's veteran experience to build a new culture in the nation's capital. Many people around the basketball world could have told you this trade was coming. That's unless you are Chris Paul himself. He reportedly was surprised about the trade, and in an interview with New York Times, a future Hall of Famer said his son broke the news to him over text. Quite the way to find out.
1: And speaking of Hall of Famers, we know Messi is coming to the MLS. But Julia,
2: when can we expect to see him on the pitch? Enter miami announced that their new star Lionel Messi is eyeing an MLS debut July 27th as they are set to take on Cruz Azul in the League's Cup in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. It's clear the fans are excited, to say the least, as lowest prices are in the 1300s just for one ticket. Messi is proving he still has a lot to give recently as well, coming off an amazing international performance, where he scored the fastest goal of his career, just 79 seconds into the game, against Australia in a friendly last week.
0: I know as a personal soccer fan, I'm definitely excited to see Messi come and play in the States, but let's zoom in on New York. I heard the Mets finally got some positive news.
2: New York Mets lead hitter Pete Alonso was struck by a pitch just under two weeks ago, which led to a wrist sprain and contusion that usually sidelines athletes for three to four weeks. However, Alonso is way ahead of schedule and has already returned to the lineup just 11 days after the injury. It's a much-needed return as the Mets have seemingly been free folly from the standings, sitting at a disappointing 34-38 record. Julia Moss is the manager of WFV
1: Sports. Thanks, Julia, for coming on our show. Thanks for having me. And before
0: we go, we wanted to give a special shout-out to our very own Maya Sargent and Megan Offtermatt, who were honored today at the 48th annual Gracie Awards in Manhattan.
1: The awards are given out by the Alliance for Women in Media Foundation. They're to honor the exceptional women spearheading progress across the media industry. We are so,
0: so proud of you and thank you for everything you do for us in the WFUV newsroom.
1: And that's our show for today. I'm Christina Lulich. And I'm Caroline Ely. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell
0: your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.